Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belial. Trap, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for every Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean lab. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim, I am your host. Thank you everyone for making last week our debut on Dirt Road FM such a success. We are so excited to bring you episode number two of our relationship with them, as well as episode, oh god, I think it's 93 we're on now, of our conversation series, I guess you could call it, or show, or whatever. Um, Today, as you know by the title of the of the episode, we are, we welcome Lisa Marie. Um, Lisa and I have gone back and forth for countless, countless months about having her on the show, and then I, I, I screwed up and thought she was um, booked, and she wasn't, and I, we, we fucked that up quite a bit, but we have her here, I can't wait for you to hear her story, it's quite fascinating, um, for those of you that don't know her, she's she's a great person. Uh, Lisa and I have known, gotten to know each other on a on a non music business level, and I am super excited to have heard her story from from this avenue, uh, much different than I know her on a personal level. And I appreciate and love and adore our personal relationship that we have. Um, so, Lisa, thank you for that. But you know, really, without further ado, I don't want to you know, go too deep into all of that stuff. 
Um, I want you to hear it from her point of view. So without further ado, I'm gonna we're gonna play our our sponsors, their little their little bits. You'll hear the conversation with Lisa, and then we'll recap on the other side of it. So sit back, relax, enjoy, kick the boots up, get the whiskey ready, and enjoy our conversation with Lisa Marie. Hey, everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code Boots. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at theafterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Hi. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Of course, thanks for having me. Absolutely, you know, it's it's taken a while, but I think, it, I think it'll be worth the time that is, it's taken. Yeah, definitely, I agree. So, like I told you, you know, through text, this is all about you. So, I'm, I'm so, going to shut up. I think up. you caught me. Oh, can you hear me now? Oh, can hello? Yeah, I'm Hi. sorry. I think I cut out. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so like I told you, this is all about you. So I'm going to I'm gonna shut up and I'm going to let you tell your story. And we'll, uh, we'll get into some back and forth as it goes. Sounds good. Okay. Well, I'm Lisa Marie. I am from the northern suburbs of Chicago. We're like halfway between Milwaukee and Chicago um, in Illinois. And... Um, uh, I'm a mom of three. I'm currently enrolled in law school. Um, you know, along obviously along doing music. Um, and yeah, I kind of quit my job. Um, it'll be two years this November. And um, my goal was obviously to do music full time, but you know, the pandemic happened and it kind of screwed things up a tad bit. But uh -huh. um, so um, yeah, that's how it got started, I guess. <laughs> so. So mid-pandemic, you said, fuck it, I'm all done working. Pretty much. Well, actually, I wouldn't even say it was mid-pandemic. It was more like November 2019. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so it was kind of more like pre-pandemic, but um, I kind of knew like that part of my life was over. I was really unhappy. I was not like, I was just not, ha I, yeah, like plain, plain English. I was not happy. I was miserable. I was not able to spend enough time with my kids. You know, and it kind of just took a massive toll on me. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, go chase your dreams. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of where, you know, it put me. So so how long have you been doing mu doing music as a thing before um, before you quit? Uh, full time, I think, um, has been since I quit. Um, prior to that, I was, you know, I'm a, I've been songwriting since I was younger. Nothing you know, of course, too, too wonderful and great in the early years. But, you know, I've had a love for poetry and I had a love for storytelling. And, um, you know, I've been singing in the car with my mom since I was little. And, you know, I 
it's, it's always been a thing to me. Music has always been like my center piece. So, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, and that's great. So yeah. when you started singing, songwriting, the whole nine yards, did, yeah. did you have any idea that it was going to lead to this one day? Was it ever a hope? Was it ever a, a thought or did it just kind of happen? And I had it hit. Um, honestly, it kind of just happened. Um, I, I say that, but I don't. Um, obviously, I want to sell out arenas and be the next Taylor Swift, as everybody labels me, because I keep bashing my exes in all of my songs. But, uh, <laughs> but um, I, of course, want to do that. But you know, um, you know, all the, the the you know to tell your story is like so much more powerful to me than selling out an arena. I yeah. have had friends that have been like, well, what's next? What's next? And I'm like, I just want to put music out. Like, yeah, I want to tour and yeah, I want to, you know, um, build more of myself as an artist. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing. I've kind of took a backseat to wanting to tour this summer. And I really just want to focus on building myself, um, finding my sound, which I did. Um, so I kind of just am in that I guess I'm in that beginner stages. I kind of had to slam on the brakes and pull pull back and, you know, reevaluate how I want to be viewed as an artist and a songwriter. So, so did you have now the way you put that? Did you have like a, a bad image before, or a, or an image you weren't thrilled with? Well, I think I think the better answer for that is that there's so many different genres in country music, and just in the music industry as a whole that like I wanted I, I've been thankful the producer that I have had worked with on Cowgirl, which was my recent single, has made me like realize my sound. And I felt like a wandering ghost with that the last couple of songs, the first two that I did put out, it was there they were my sound. They were like my story and everything, but it just kinda like I kind of got my feet planted, you know, and these, these next few that I have, you know, in the pipeline that are going to totally be like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like I, they're total mood music, you know, like yeah. I want to drive around and listen to that, you know? So I'm kind of in that mode where I have found my sound and I'm just going to run with it, you know? So that's really what my biggest thing was at that point. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, 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 I guess that's the greatest way to do it is just to find who you are and just say, right. you know, screw it and do it. Right. That's exactly the same, you know, philosophy I have. So, yeah, absolutely. So when I'm going to go back a little bit, I know we're kind of jumping all over. I know we are. But, <laughs> and that's okay. That's, that's the beauty of this show, right? It doesn't really yeah. matter what we're talking about as long as we're talking totally. about something. Um, now, when you were a kid and you were singing in the car with mom and stuff, did what were you singing? Were you singing country music or were you singing, you know, something else? Honestly, no, I was not singing country music. Any person that I have ever sang around has known the true me when I'm singing R&B. Country music um, was adapted by my grandfather. Um, he's a huge Brooks and Dunn fan. Totally convinced me as a young child that he was going to leave my grandma for Reba. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I grew up on my roots because of my grandfather. And... Um, so, you know, I 
I got versed on the 90s country. I fell in love with Shania Twain. So, like, I would constantly be singing her as well. But my roots definitely is, like, R&B, you know, so. Oh, all right. So what? So why why the country thing? Why do country music? Honestly, I don't know. I can't. I don't know how to answer that. I guess I really have gravitated to, I guess, my grandfather's roots. Um, when he passed away, um, it was uh, January 2019, and he kind of he kind of like lit a fire in me before he passed away on uh, numerous things. Um, but one main one that we're obviously talking about today is country music. He. I told him that I wanted to move to Nashville. I told him I wanted to, you know, follow my dreams with that. And he was just like, well, do it. Like, run for your dream, whether you make it or you don't. He's like, think about all the awesome things you get to do along the way. And, you know, if he went, keeps talking about Reba, he kept, he kept saying that he, you know, was like, oh, when you meet Reba, let him know. Let her know who I am. But I'm like, you know, <laughs> obviously I have not met Reba yet. Um but yeah, I mean, he kind of lit that fire in me. And I've always loved, um, like, I was obsessed with Taylor Swift. I still am. Like, she is still one of the best icons of our time, which I know numerous people can argue with me, but it is so true. Um, she, her songwriting abilities is impeccable. Um, yeah. So, you know, I've I've listened to her and, and to her early stages and, um, you know, and kind of followed her career as she has evolved, too. And I mean, she made the, she made the switch from country to um you know pop music so maybe that's what i do one day maybe that's what um i move from country and kind of bring the r&b back you know um so my my producer's kind of helping me with that he's kind of guiding me with that so that's been important to me interesting if that answers your question no it it totally (laughs) does but you know i you know i you know this show right i don't know how many i'm sure you've listened to every episode right of course i'm a huge fan boots and whiskey yeah, I was actually I thinking this is so funny. I was actually thinking when I was calling you, I was like, I should totally sing a jingle for your for your podcast because you know my song is "Boys and Whiskey." You know, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> so you know, you know, I, I, I kind of pride myself on not holding back in like r- r- my real life and when it comes to the show and my opinions and all that shit. Right? Yeah. And it's gotten me in a lot of trouble, but whatever. Um, I guess my my thing for you is, and you know, I'm one of those. You know, we're going to be starting this segment coming up, um, and by the time this airs, we don't we'll already have a few few out. But um, okay. we're going to start doing like I'm partnering with another um, country music, you know, website page that does blog. <laughs> And okay. I've always wanted to blog and I've always wanted to, you know, kind of, you know, give my opinion without really, you know, trying not Giving to it? shit on it. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. People are um, sensitive. Right. I hear you. <laughs> right. So like, that's, that's, you know, you know, and living where I live, you know, you, you treat, you have to treat everything with kid gloves and it drives me. Of course. You know, I feel that I'm living insane. in a democratic state and I am a Republican. So I totally feel right. that I have to bite right. my tongue so many times. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Cause I growing up, you know, now, now we're going off on a wholly different tangent. I know. When I, when, <laughs> so when I was younger, I went to school and my degree is in political science. Okay. So, you know, being a, being a young kid living in Massachusetts, like you are just a Democrat. That's awesome. Like, that's, that's just what you were. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's really, 
you know, the way the political spectrum has been over the last, you know, 10 years, it's like sickening. And it, it made me it get really out. Is. It made me get out. And yeah, that's the I reason changed... why I want to get in. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. I, I changed my affiliation to independent and I couldn't be any happier. Um, but anyway, <laughs> back to back to what I was saying. Right. Um, you know, when, when I think of country music, right, and doing this podcast, I think has really helped me with that. You know, I have a, you know, I've been thinking about doing a segment called like, if there isn't a steel guitar in it or a fiddle, it's not country music, right? I've heard that, yeah. Now, how do you think, and, I'm, and this is totally your opinion, and you can tell, tell, totally tell me to go fuck myself, but... <laughs> Um, do you think that at this point in time, pop music and country go hand in hand? Um, well, yes, I do think they do only because (laughs) I feel that this is a very touchy subject. So you're probably going to like light me on fire with a bunch of people. No, 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 nobody so far, but, um, no, I, I mean, I, I think that there's so many different, um, there's so many different like beliefs on what country music is. Um, and I think it's kind of been a way that people are able to express themselves, whether it's country rap, country pop, yeah, country what rock. have you, like the country rock is like, I'm obsessed, like with the Cadillac yeah. three, um, oh, I'm yeah. obsessed with them. When I first heard them live, I'm like, yes. But I'm like, I would think, is this country? Hell yeah, it is. Like, it's definitely country. I think it also gives a different um, vibe to, I I think the listener, um, I don't know. I don't know how to, I I don't know how to properly answer this question. I know what I'm trying to say, but like, it's not coming out. (laughs) No, that's fair. I, I have that all the goddamn time i feel i I feel like it works like with the cadillac three i feel like it works with what their story their stories are that they tell through their music versus it works for taylor like she's gone a little indie you know what i mean like it also works for um you know morgan who kind of went the rap route and had little dirk on his song like i think i think the the beautiful blend is something that country music has has adapted to just because there's so many different there's so many different like ways to express yourself. Like, I guess it's, it's easy to like morph with country music with other genres, you know, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I, I totally, totally get what you're saying. Now for me, you know, I classify, you know, any song is country if it tells a story, you know, right. End of, end of story. And like, let's, let's be real. There's a lot of rock and roll out there. There's a lot of hip hop, R and B that, you know, will tell you something, but it's not telling you a story. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and I think that's the big difference there right. is that, you know, country music will start you somewhere and end you somewhere, right. or it will start you, you know, where you think you are and then end you somewhere totally different, but you still that's have That's exactly that. what I was trying to say, but yeah. in different, but like, you know, like Jimmy Allen brings, you know, more of like that, you know, R&B, that, soul. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's why I feel that country music is kind of like that. Um, yeah you know, that kind of that chameleon, it kind of adapts with who is the vocalist. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, and I don't think I disagree with you at all. With that. Good. That was you an know? easy topic. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that there's some, you know, and I've had them on this podcast where, you know, there's artists and I listen to their songs and I'm like, why are you, why did I reach out to you? Or why, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know, and it's like, huh. Or why did you reach out to, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. <laughs> you know, because I didn't, 
you know, I, I gave him a platform and I'm happy to do so, but it didn't really fit where we were, you know, it totally. Just, um, but you know, and does I that mean you're breaking up with me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, actually. Um, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to end this. This is going to be yeah. the quickest boots and whiskey podcast episode ever. You're uh, so funny. <laughs> uh, so, um, speaking of what you're doing and what you've done, you know, you've done a lot, you know, you and I have been, you know, I'm going to say friends now for a few Yeah, months. we've been friends. And, you know, you, you're doing all kinds of cool shit. I mean, you know, I all am. kinds of cool people too. I am. I have, and I am, and I'm still going to keep doing it. That's like the one thing I tell my kids, like network, network yeah. is everything. You have to network. If that's the one social skill that you'll get in life or from me, cause you know, you ain't getting it from your dad. Um, that's <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I want you to learn about. And my kids are, my my kids are like social butterflies in their own different ways, but that's the one thing I just pray that they, you know, adapt obviously as they turn into teenagers. So yeah, well, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot and I'm gonna make you talk about some of your contacts because I think that's something. <laughs> I honestly think that's something that people in general don't um, own enough. You know what I mean? Like yeah, every, everybody's always so like, well, if you know so, such and such a person or so and so, you know, or yeah. You, you know, don't talk about it. And it's like, why the hell not? You've worked hard for those things. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, so honestly, it's been, it's been one thing after another, like my producer, um, his name's Alejandro Mendia. He used to play guitar for Riley Green. Um, I followed him for the longest time. Cause I was, I thought wonders of his photography messaged him one day and I'm like, Hey, do you produce? Cause I saw him, obviously he was going to answer yes. Cause the answer was yes. You know? And so I was able to, you know, um, uh, get in with him and we've um, you know our friends and everything like he's going to be doing the rest of my music um, that I have coming out and he's the one who helped me find my sound so um, and it's been it's been wild he's kind of I'm not gonna toot his horn but I want to toot his horn he's had me in rooms with people that I never thought that I would ever um, meet um, I would only say that because he's he's got a world of knowledge and he's kind of in that stage where he's learning his sound as well um, and yeah, um, he's been the starting point for me for sure. Um, That's awesome. Recent, recent stuff. So, yeah. That's incredible. You know, and like, that's a thing, right? I mean, you got to go to the CMAs last year. I know, right? right? Oh, two years ago. It was 2019. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so how, how did that, you know, did you go there in like official capacity or did you just go because you, you could? We um, went unofficial um, for, um, you know, just... I got invited by a record label and was asked to come. Um, and I ended up bringing Shayna, always on um, Love is Blind on Netflix. Um, I've known Shayna since we were little. I asked her like a cute little promposal to like, you know, ask her to come with me to be my date and my stylist. Um, and of course she accepted. We, she helped me pick up my dress. We did, you know, hair and makeup. And honestly, it was a, it was a blast going down there with her and just having girl time. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it was probably one of the first first trips in a long time that I actually spent away from my kids and it was so awesome being with somebody who I haven't seen in such a long time um and we had like massive history because again like I've known her since like sixth grade we were in cheerleading and she was like I was the flyer and she was the one the middle that would you know catch me when I'd come from you know the mound or whatever so we have mad history but um yeah she's been that was a blast you know she wanted to she wanted to go back to the hotel after and, and just go to sleep and call it an early night. I was like, girl, 
we're in Nashville. You did glam. Like, I'm, we're not going back to this hotel. And, I mean, we, we met people out that night that I, you know, right place at the right time. And it's been, it's been, it's been a whirlwind. At that point, that was, like, the solidification for me that, like, you need to be in Nashville. If you yeah. want to do this, this could be your life. You need to be in Nashville. So are you in Nashville now? I am not. No. I, I um, own a home down there, and I spend most of my time in Illinois. So you you have a house in both places? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been fun. Now, do you split the time? Is it 50-50, or is it depending on whatever the No, I wish. Um, this is a whole loaded question. Um, yeah. I have three children that, um, you know, go to school here, so most of my time is here, okay. unfortunately. Um, summertime, because it just started summer, we're planning to be down there a lot more, but awesome. just with custody and stuff like that, it's hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, trust me. You're you're preaching to the choir. I understand that. I'd, I would be in Nashville myself if it wasn't for, <laughs> you know, custody. Issues, yeah, I well, guess. my so best friend it. just moved to Nashville, too. So she's like, it's me. She's, I've begged her for years. And now she's like, today, she's like, oh, well, maybe we just get a place together. I'm like, girl, I've only <laughs> been saying that since, like, I first met you. We need to move to Nashville together. So. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, it's funny, because, like, my wife and I, we had gone, you know, that was our honeymoon, was Nashville. Oh, okay. And, you know, at the time, I hadn't, I didn't, I wasn't doing this, you know, yeah. it was just, uh, you know, she wanted to go, so I figured, you know, hell, surprise her. Yeah. And it was the greatest, you know, we were only there for four days, but it was the best four days ever. It oh, really yeah. Was. Every it time I'm incredible. down there, at least in the last couple of months, I'm, I'm hugging a toilet, praying I turn into a werewolf, so <laughs> it's good. <laughs> oh that's awesome um yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so no i'm gonna go back to the shana thing because i know i've drilled you about this a hundred times you have drilled me (laughs) because (laughs) because i you know i love the show right yeah of course and when i saw her on your thing i was like what the fuck like this yeah what what is this all about (laughs) and um so when you guys had gone to the cmas together had that did she had not done the show yet? No, she did the show because this was um we went to the when we went to the CMAs, that was um November 2019. So she did not do the show yet. The show I believe okay. was taped last year. So honestly, I haven't seen her in the longest time. I ended up finding out she was engaged by watching E News, and I'm like, bitch, what is this? <laughs> like what? And then she's under like the heart thing. Like my daughter was obsessed with the show. She like obviously I didn't let her watch all of it, but I w- let her right. watch the stuff that Shayna was talking and. She's obsessed. She's like, let's watch Shayna. And she's like, let's get coffee and watch Shayna. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so she's a total fangirl. That's awesome. That's so great. Oh, man. Now, now speaking of things that you're doing or have done or in the process of doing, you're up for yeah. some Josie Awards. I am up for, um, well, I got nominated in the International Singer Songwriters Awards. And um, I um, advanced in two. And um, that is for female rising star in the United States um, categories and then um, female um, emerging artist. So both of them, I've kind of like, I was okay accepting these two because I feel these two like kind of also solidified my reasonings for like finding my sound and kind of like falling into my own, you know, and I, I feel like these are the two best categories that could describe this year for me. So I'm praying that we, we go full speed and, you know, we, we, you know, we, we uh, go to Atlanta in um, the first week of August and we bring home the gold is what my plan is. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, 
so when you're nominated for something like that, they ask you like, hey, does this category fit you? Is this are you okay with this? Yeah, we we actually were self-nominated. Um and then sometimes <laughs> awesome. people do <laughs> well, right. So some sometimes but they so what you'd get self-nominated if people would nominate you. Um yeah. I don't know which honestly I didn't do it this year because I really you know, award shows have become very political and I yeah, yeah. <laughs> After watching the Billboard Awards, I really don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, you've probably seen my posts on my per- personal Facebook. I'm really yep. over it. Um, yep. But again, I kind of, I, I honestly, I did not nominate myself this year. So I, again, I don't know who did, but thank you. Um, <laughs> but so, um, so yeah, they would, they would fit you into categories and all that. And there's 15,000 members and growing with the International Singer Songwriter Association. And it is worldwide. So um, it's a huge, huge, huge um, thing for um, artists to be a part of. Yeah. So, yeah. So then they, they voted down from the five categories. Then they'll vote down to like the top 20. And then the top 20 are what the judges get to decide who's the winner in um, like gold, um, platinum, and silver. I believe in August. So that's cool. Yeah. It's I mean, awesome. you, yeah. I mean, regardless of anything, you got to be pretty psyched that, you know, something oh, like am. that. I know. totally am. Plus, it gives me another reason to go back down to Georgia. So <laughs> I totally right. am. Yeah. Right. Wow. That's, that's incredible. Like, I'm so happy for you. I really am. You well, know, because you. You, know, you work hard, you know, and I see it. You know, I try. And, I, and I know I harass the shit out of you, and I appreciate, I appreciate you for all of my harassment of course <laughs> but, but like it you know like i like i've said to you like you're you're great to talk to you know and like thank you it's it's fun to you know be able to say you know oh my you know my my friend lisa or, or whatever uh, whatever yeah, the case totally you know i'm it's, a pretty uh, likable person is what my kids keep my kids met somebody over the summer last year and they're like yeah your mom's pretty awesome and he's like this is uh my middle my middle one his name's dominic He's like, yeah, everybody likes her. She's awesome. I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. I don't get that side of you all the time, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, yeah. Kids, kids are fun that way, aren't they? Yeah, um, super fun. So what? So you know, and I've asked you this before. I think you know, you're going to law school. You're doing this thing. Yeah. You know, what if something happened tomorrow and somebody said to you, Lisa, here's 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 your ticket to superstardom. Would you take it, or were you still keep doing the law thing well the legal part in me i'd be what i would need to look over the contract first because i am not signing my myself away to the devil because i have seen record labels park people um i have seen record labels destroy people um and their passion and everything so honestly i would you know definitely want to read all of the fine print over probably 10 times um but honestly i i would but again, like there's so much that goes into play. Um, as much as I would love to live my dreams, I of course would want my kids there. Um, right. So that would be the biggest thing. But hell yeah, I would. Yeah. I want to be the next Garth Brooks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I mean, who doesn't? Right. I don't even. Right. You know, I don't even even want to be Garth Brooks. Like, I want to be Lainey Wilson. I want to be on Yellowstone. <laughs> That's yeah. what I want to oh do. Oh my god. You know. Uh, I think I think everybody wants to be on Yellowstone. She she is the most humble person that I have ever met in my entire life, and she is such a sweetheart. So the fact that she's going to be playing or she's going to be in Yellowstone is wild. Her 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 story and her claim to fame, and or her story to fame. My goodness, like I can talk all day about that girl. She's you know, awesome. it's it's one of those things, you know, Lainey, um, you know, really up until recently was, uh, and I'm not trying to speak ill, but she was a nobody. Yeah, yeah you know, she was. Nobody knew who the hell she was. Yeah. And I remember, 
I had stumbled across her probably about a year ago. Okay. And like tried to get her on the show, but we were just still so new. And like, yeah. I get it, you know, that yeah, nobody totally. wanted, nobody wanted to take a chance. And I get it. Right. I totally get it. Right. Um, now people keep knocking down the door. So I'm, of I'm happy with that's that awesome. too. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you no, know, that's I, would, awesome. I would love to hear her tell her story because you're not the first person <laughs> to tell me that it's, you know, it's a if you were one. to read her story, because I'm like, I follow her on Instagram. She messages me sometimes when she comes into the area and stuff or whatever. And my daughter's completely obsessed with her. Um, you know, and she, she'll sing her happy birthday and her birthday tag or Laney will like send her a little message back. Like she the fact that she's still so humble, like yeah. I hope to God she never loses that because I, I hope she doesn't because she is just literally like all around like such a superstar in that aspect oh, that's um, awesome yeah which is so awesome nowadays it's it, they, you know he's they're she's very personal to her fans you know and she's real so right. yeah and that's huge that's it's totally. all about you know at the end of the day you know i don't understand artists that are that are not fan friendly and i think it's a very unique country right. music thing where you know country music artists are the most accessible it seems like the most accessible people in the entire world. Totally. I agree with that. You know, For because sure. you could you could reach out and even if you get a no, you know, you know a lot of the time, you know, it comes it doesn't come from a place of, you know, um what's the word I want? You know, it doesn't come from a bad place. It's just because right. they're busy or because right. they have something else going on, you know, yeah. and that's you know, it's not it's not malicious is what I'm trying right. to say. No, I totally you know? get it. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So what do you, what do you think or where, you, where are you going from here? You know, from what you're doing now and in things and going forward. So my plan is to hopefully get some of this music that I have brewing, you know, on SoundCloud on a private link. <laughs> I, I hope I hope that we're going to get these two songs out, plus another one that I'm working on um, out at least by the end of August is my plan. Um, but again, that like gets me involves me going to Nashville for a few days and solidifying everything and whatever. But um because one is just not put together at all like it is, but it's not. So yeah. honestly, I. I would love to drop a single or two and maybe this is me just talking this out. I just really want to put like an EP out. Um, and I, and I say that because we don't live in an EP or an album world. Um, sadly enough, like it breaks my heart seeing like artists release an album and then like such, such, such great songs, like do not get heard as they don't get put mm -hmm. on the radio and stuff like that. So if, if yeah. they just put them out as singles, like, they would to me they would just do i feel like they would do so much better get, at least get the love and the um you know admiration but i don't you know there was parts of me that i wanted to release an entire album but it's like the same thing like oh it was like a one and done kind of thing you know yeah, but so right. i probably am just gonna re keep releasing singles until you know something catches i guess yeah you know? yeah now you know for you you know because i hear it a lot about what's um what's the best way to do that right right and you know you see the eps you see the full albums you see the single releases now do you prefer to do this the single the single thing do you i mean like i mean do, i mean obviously you'd rather do something else but you know is it i mean it's got to be working for you it does you know and that's kind of like what we kind of um has started the last conversation i have with my producer we were like single every eight weeks maybe six weeks, you know, yeah. and, um, kind of modeling a few other 
artists that he um, works with, you know, and it, they do the same thing. So my mindset, yeah, that would be realistic, you know, but um, it takes it takes a lot of money and a lot of time to, um, you know, complete a song. And I don't think a lot of people understand. They think it's, you know, one producer, one guitar player, one drummer, whatever. And there's so much that goes into it. So, yeah, I would ideally love to put an album out but again mm -hmm. i just feel like each one of my songs i'm like holding on to with like a tight grip <laughs> i'd be like oh my god they put an album out and no one's streaming the song like i would take it so serious because like i'm so close to the lyrics that i write <laughs> that yeah. i just would not i would be so hurt <laughs> but you know i just feel like the the day we live in like jason aldean dropped his album or morgan dropped his double you know like i i feel like i would have to be an established artist in order to drop an album like that I got you. I got you. Now, are you like me? And I try not to do this, actually. Do you get obsessed with your numbers, whether they're on Spotify, iTunes, your social I do. media? I yeah. do. It's, it's Kyle addicting, isn't released, it? Yeah. It's, when Kyle got released, I was probably checking it like all the time. I tend to not check it as much because Cowgirl has, is about to peak like 100,000 streams, and it's not even been six months yet. So, I mean, it's it's been... It's been huge, and that's just on Apple radio, um, Apple Music. Yeah. Um, it's been huge for me because this song has reached more, um, more countries, more people, more states, um, and they're not just playing it once; they're playing it a few times. They're asking, you know, Alexa to play it. They're shazamming it, so it's it's opened a completely different realm um, of an audience for me. So, that's awesome. That's yeah, really my great. Alexa, my Alexa just heard me and now she's speaking. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> typical. Yeah. Typical. She hears everything. Bitch needs to stay out of my conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've become obsessed with it. Honestly, I stopped I stopped watching it because it just was eating me alive. And I'm like, wait a minute, this, this day didn't have as much, you know? But, like, obviously, you know, it does – it gives me, like, a little – um, reassurance that people are still listening to it. I'm still trending. I'm still relevant. The song's still relevant. So that's kind of what awesome. I, yeah. So that's kind of what I that's awesome. look for. How, or feel. So what do you, do you do anything crazy to keep yourself relevant? No, I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> are you referring to a Facebook or Instagram post? No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Honestly, honestly, I just like, I'm a really personal person if that even makes sense. Um, yeah. I, I just want, I just want people or like fans, um, friends, whatever to, cause family obviously knows, but, um, like this is my life. Like I have kids. I have some stuff's like completely uncut with my kids. And you know, when we we post videos or whatever, like this is my life, you know, and I'm, I'm a mom, I'm doing it all. I'm trying to do it all, you know, and to kind of inspire. I have so many people that tell me or like, they'll message me and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you did this. Or, Oh my God, I can't believe you can do that. Like a lot of my friends that I grew up with, they are all like, I cannot believe that you have taken on a career in the music industry and you're a mom and you're doing it. Like I've, I've kind of leaned on that as a way um, to be in, like inspirational to others or to motivate them. And I feel that the realness helps with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think you're right. I think, yeah. you're right. you know, I think it's, you know, it's funny, you know, it's my wife and I had this conversation earlier today about, you know, one of our kids and like things he's into and, you know, it's things are things like we're not really into, yeah. um, but it's, you know, it's important for him to see, you know, us, even if we're not, you know, a hundred percent into something or if we're not great at something, but 
to keep trying or to right. keep doing, you know, and not to just <laughs> give up because we're not, you know, happy with the results or whatever. You know? Well, like, and like the biggest moral of me doing music, me going back to school at 34, almost 34, um, you know, I already have a bachelor's degree in interior design. And when I started over and kind of did a complete, complete career change with both music and this law field, um, you know, like I want my kids to look back and be like, it's okay to start over. It's okay, yeah. you know, to chase your dreams, whether whatever it is, it's okay to go back to school and learn something new. Like that has been the biggest thing. Cause again, they're watching me. They're, they saw me when I was like miserable and working my ass off in, in retail, you know, like, and you know, I, I was literally killing myself and I've been such a happier person because I've been able to pay more attention to them. I've been able to give them more of my time um, and truly not miss anything that they're doing. Like I've been at all of their school events, all of their sports events. And it's before I didn't have that. So I'm very thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. And that's awesome. You know, it's yeah, right. And the kid, kids, kids love it. Yeah, you know, for they sure. Really do. They, well, they... and if you've listened to cowgirl, you've heard you, my kids are, you know, incorporated with the music. You know, yeah. and so Sophia got to uh, every time I have a show, she'll always come up and say, like, y'all ready for my mama? So when I sent that to my producer, oh. I was like, hey, wouldn't this be funny if we put this on the song? And he's like, he's like, airdrop me that shit real quick. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> so you put it on <laughs> and, like, the whole song starts. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, great. yeah. So I'm happy to have them be a part of it. Yeah. Now, no. Speaking of your music, and again, this is all over the goddamn place. I love it. Um, <laughs> how much music are you sitting on right now that is that is yet to be released, that needs to be released? That, I have you know... a lot. I have a lot. Oh. I went on this, like, super long hiatus where I was not writing, and it was literally driving me fucking insane. Like, yeah. I feel like I would call, like, my friends, and, like, my friend, she's going to kill me. Um, she was dating somebody in another state and they kind of had issues. And so like, I, <laughs> I kind of wrote music because like, I had to tell her story through my music because it was driving me nuts. So like, I've, I've used her as church in order to like write a few of them. Um, and I just recently reconnected with a friend of mine who is an amazing songwriter, amazing guitar player. Um, and we are, we've been writing music through FaceTime and zoom and he's like, sent me a sample of something that he was working on or that we were working on but he found the melody and I was literally crying at dinner like it was literally so perfect so um I guess the long answer that was a long answer short answer um I have two that are needing to go and get like to be finalized and then mm -hmm. I probably have at least like 10 more that I, I am ready to work on that's so. awesome yeah, it's huge. And some of them, like I've had, I've had a few of my friends in the music industry listen to them, and they're like, "Damn, that's gonna be a banger." And I'm like, "I know." So it's like, do I want to push these other two that I have sitting right now, like waiting to get it out? Do I push those to the end of the line? But it's like, it's so funny. Every time I send the link, I'm always like, "This is like underground Lisa Marie shit. Like, don't share it." <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's it's funny, but I I don't know. I I think I found my sound, and I think that was one thing that I was really struggling with. So yeah. you'll hear it now, in the next ones for sure. You know, I was just going to say, it, so it sounds to me like you have an EP ready to go. I know, I know. But then it just goes back to me. Like, do I want to put an EP out? Do I want to just keep busting singles out? Like, you know, I don't know. I We totally have an EP. I just, 
I guess I just have to like own the fact that it's coming out rather than singles, you know? Right. Like that's, that's my thing. Like, why wouldn't, you know, you, you have that go get them fuck it attitude. Why I do. Why I not do. just do it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I know oh. I want to, it's just more like, I think I'm going to push these two, these two out and then, and then everything on this new thing will tease one song off of it. And then everything else is like, you wait for the EP. And I, I kind right. of feel that that's probably what it's going to be. Cause again, it's like these next two are like introducing my sound cowgirl kind of, kind of started it, but yeah. Um, but these next two, um, you know, um, will definitely be, um, the sound of, the, of everything else. So All right. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Oh man. It's, it's, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> There's so there's so much we could talk about. And I, I know. Want to. Um, so, say right. Let's say some years go by and you're doing the thing and you're, you know, you're killing it and more than you already are, right? Yeah. At at what point do you do you make the full time move to Nashville? Um. Well, again, there's other factors that come into it, but I mean, definitely, I would think, you know. When a uh, record label puts me in a house and they um, take care of everything for me as far as, you know, um, the full package. I mean, I, I have a home down there, so, like, that's not the issue. But I just – to feel and to know that when I'm in the right hands um, is probably when I would officially make that trip and stay down yeah. there and not come back. Um, but, again, there's just – my kids are here, so that's really yeah. been the thing that's holding me here. Other than that, like, I get super angry when we're driving back we're right when we're about to hit that Illinois border there's a complete mood change where I have to get back on 294 and fight traffic again <sighs> whereas like when I'm going down south um it's a complete peace even when I'm driving through Indiana and it's terrifying at night with the the windmills and lights and stuff in the middle of nowhere but it is a it brings total peace to me um so yeah I would be down there in a heartbeat if I was in the right I, hands yeah yeah absolutely I get it I totally get it um well that's great you know, I think I think you're gonna get there sooner than. Oh you yeah, think. yeah. So what else? What else is about you? Like, what makes you you? Like, what is what makes Lisa stand out from everybody else? I honestly don't even know how to answer that. That is me okay. having me be. I don't know. Again, I think it goes back to me. I'm I'm trying to push like myself as a lifestyle as like a brand of my own like I'm a mom of three and I'm you know writing songs and putting them out and you know maybe talking shit and <laughs> about exes in there because why not everybody right. else is doing it but I don't I don't know I I guess I'm also that same category that we were talking about a little while ago I think that I'm also you know a different mix to country music um, just like everybody else right now, yeah. it's my own, like I'm set trying to set my own tone for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, really it's the best time to do it because that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's, yeah. it's so country music is really all over the place, you know, it really is. Yeah. But it works, you know, right. so it does, I, I guess why fight it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, now when you see things, right, and I'm sure you, I'm sure there's plenty out there. Um, does it drive you crazy? Some of the things that is said, whether it's about country music or other artists or 
you know, country music as a whole and the stigma that it still has. Oh, yeah. I get um, super heated, especially if it's a friend that is involved in, you know, um, controversial shit or, you know, um, you know, like not to throw the Billboard Association or whatever they are uh, under the bus. But I mean, I I couldn't turn it off because I wanted to see what was going to happen next. But I still again, it was like this whole political move where that's not what it was about. It was about music. It was about celebrating music. And I just, I I just think it's, you know, it's just the world we live in, sadly. And there's like nothing we can do about it. But, you know, I guess you dare to be different and just pray that you don't get canceled, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and, and it's, it's one of those things where, you know, and I I probably shouldn't speak this openly, but whatever, I'm I'm gonna. Um, (laughs) You can edit it out. (laughs) No, but that's the thing. I I won't. I won't because I think it's important. You know, I think. Yeah. You know. Country music, right? What was that? I love country music. Right. Of course. Kind of any form, Um, but I do think that as a whole, you know, it's it's losing it's losing some things. Of course. You know, and I'm. I guess I'll tiptoe it. I'll tiptoe it that way. it doesn't have the grit that it used to it doesn't have there is no outlaw country anymore at least not on the radio right Right. i totally it's why i don't listen to the radio the only time i ever use like my sirius xm in my car is when i i know my friend's stuff is getting debuted on the radio you know on the highway fines or whatever and i will only listen to it then or i will only listen if my kids have my phone in the car or something like that um, because I, I just can't listen to the mainstream stuff anymore on the radio. I'm, no. I'm all about it and my stuff gets put on the radio, but I, I just can't, um, you know, it's like all these people that should be, should be awarded for whatever, um, uh, you know, whatever category or their, their song was like the number one, you know, being streamed or they got a gold record or what have you. Um, you don't hear their names. They're not invited to the award shows. They're not, they're not the ones that are being celebrated. It's the ones that are, you know, have the amazing, um, management teams that are pushing them and they're, you know, without a doubt getting, you know, going to number one on the radio right away. You know, it's, it's, it's wild. So I've, I've, I've been around a lot of independent artists like myself and I have really gotten a hang of, um, being independent only because like I see the hard work and like I look at like Jelly Roll he is I believe to this day I think is still independent and he is amazing artist and has an amazing like team around him all the time you know that's producing his stuff um and um I've been thankful to work with it with with one of them and I I again like to sit in the room and stare at (laughs) at this, you know, our friends do. I just wish I could learn and listen to everything that that man has to say because he is brilliant. Um, you know, as far as like music production and you know why something sounds a certain way and like it's it's wild that the amount of the amount of um, talent is just there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you know, speaking of Jelly Roll, you know, I yeah. wasn't sure what to make of him. You know, I really wasn't, especially okay. being, you know, especially being in in you know the format that i'm at you know i don't yeah I, you know and I, i've seen him do things with 
you know, country artists and then non-country artists. And yeah. He was, you know, he was, he performed at the Opry and I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Yeah. And the you Ryman. Know? Yeah. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Like, I know. What, what the hell is going on? But I and feel, like the- but I feel that's country music, like accepting him. Cause I feel for the longest time, um, in, Again, I've been following him for at least the last six or seven years, which doesn't seem like a long time, but he has evolved as an artist so much in that in that time. And I feel that they are I don't know if they like to try to capitalize on him because, you know, he has amazing fan base. They are so goddamn loyal to him yeah. and his music and his family and his daughter and Bunny and everybody. And I I I his fans are probably like one of the best that I've seen. And, um, yeah. And so I, um, I feel that that's part of it. They, they want to take the independent artist away because obviously they're making money, which that's, you know, the main game with this whole thing is money, you know? So, um, so yeah, he's he's wonderful. But I think it's also, you know, a, a testament to him and other artists that are, you know, doing it, doing this without, really any help you know right yeah no... which is also another beautiful thing that there that that could be as well yeah right because i think he right. sold out the ryman and i think he was just at the opry not too long ago um yeah. you know which i i'm again it's you know he's singing for songs that like i had a friend of mine who's a songwriter on his and it's so funny i look up the lyrics and of course his name's right there and i'm like damn like you know and it's it's wild it's so wild because i I just see, you know, I just see it happening for them, you know, and it's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. it's so, it's so cool. I don't know how to describe it. I know it sounds stupid and whatever, but it's just so fucking cool. No, it is. It's, it's, it's incredible, you know, especially yeah. because, you know, and you see it, you know, when you really dig deep into country music, you know, the stuff yeah. on the radio really sucks. Yeah, and, it does. You know, for the most it. part, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, there's a few artists out that are on the radio that I, I absolutely love and, you know, whatever. But, right. you know, the stuff they don't play on the radio, even from those artists that are on the radio, it's always better. Always, yeah, always, of always. Course. Of you course. You know, especially, you know, I li- living in New England, like there's no, you know, there's no Texas country artists playing mm-hmm. here. You know, right. I, you know, Whiskey Myers just sold out one of our, you know, theaters around here. But I think a lot of that is also the, Yellowstone push. Yep. You know, of course. It's that not a great it's, scene. Right. You know, yeah. it's not, I don't want to say it's not organic by any, any stretch, but it's, you know, there's other Texas based bands or artists or whatever that are, that are doing this thing that, right. you know, I love Whiskey Myers, but, you know, are at the same level, if not better than they are. Right. You know, no, that, I feel that same way, but I feel like they also don't get tied up in politics, you know, like they yeah. the inside politics with within the industry. They just yes. I think Co Co Wetzel's another one. He's fucking genius. Like I adore him so much. My I know I talked to um a, a few of my other friends that are have um, you know, similar similar um following that you guys do. Like I'm obsessed with Ben Burgess. Like that dude, oh my goodness. If people don't know his name like now, like yeah. oh my god. I'm obsessed with Ben Burgess. I just want to, I just want to see him sing live and I will be okay. Like for anything with the rest of my life. Like he's amazing. Um, That's awesome. Hypnotizingly amazing, but no one knows who he is. You know, he's had shit out with Smo for like years, you know? And um, I, I just, it's all that. It's like, I hate to say it's like, again, it's like 
it's like underground country again even though it's not underground it's obviously available but like it's all that shit you don't hear that it's like fuck why didn't this go to the radio you know yeah why is this not bigger than what it is you know yes i can't i couldn't agree with you anymore because it's true it's true you know there's so many artists i see and and deal with and you know i have some contacts here that i'm like you know get these people here and i can't tell you how many times i've you know i've been told well you know they wouldn't you know they wouldn't do well here or they they wouldn't sell tickets here and it's like you don't that's wild like like, give it a fucking shot you know you don't you don't know right it's very true it drives me fucking insane I didn't realize that Texas had Texas country until I went to Texas to see my, one of my other best friends a couple years ago. And yeah. it's a real thing down there. Oh like, yeah. That was, we saw Mitchell Tenpenny. I know he's not Texas country, but we saw him down there and he had some other like little, you know, local guy opening for him and my mouth hit the floor. Like the guy's voice was amazing, but it is totally a different ball and like a ball game than yeah. like Nashville country, you know? Oh, yeah. So yeah, 100%. It was wild. And I didn't believe it at first because I was like, no, there's no difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there is. Yeah, no, there's a huge, there's a huge, huge. difference. And, yeah. and, and I think it's okay. You know, there. Totally. I think it does, it does the genre really well. You know, yeah, it, for because sure. It, you know, you're not going to just get that quote unquote Nashville sound. You're going to get, you know, what I would consider more authentic exactly that's exactly it that's the that's the perfect thing to say is the more authentic right for sure and and that's not to say that you know the stuff that's on the radio isn't i mean right we could go on for another hour about that oh yeah we could talk about like four days about that yeah i can list a bunch of people off right right (laughs) yeah but it's you know it is what it is you know country music has become this melting pot that you know it's I think, you know, it's funny because it's like you hear you hear some of these artists, especially the ones that are on the radio, you know, they'll throw like, you know, Willie or Waylon's name in a song or even Johnny Cash. You know, this is yeah. not this is not their country music. No. You know, it, it, it you know, and it's cute that some of these people like think they're badasses and want to be badasses and portray that, but like, you know, it you're these these people that are on the radio are not outlaws you know no. they're, they're just not no you know i totally I, agree i would argue the closest thing to a you know a quote-unquote country outlaw that's on the radio is eric church and that's only because he does what he wants and he doesn't give yeah. a yeah yeah he's classic you know? yeah. yeah for sure um so you know as as we wrap this up because i try to keep this keep this within an hour even though i could go all day long um <laughs> what, are, what are some things that you know, you see yourself doing or hoping to do in the next year or so that, you know, maybe isn't on the horizon right now, but definitely couldn't. Um, I definitely want to tackle shows next summer. Um, you know, just kind of falling back in like post pandemic is kind of like where I'm at. And like I said, um, I found my sound. I know it sounds crazy just finding it now after I've already put two songs out, but it just kind of fell, I fell into place for me. So really, um, between now and the next year, definitely want to keep um, writing. Um, I never want to stop writing again as long as I did because it was terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure, next next summer, I would love to join, um, you know, a few of my friends on tour and um, take their invitation and, you know, I guess 
brought in my audience and, you know, write some more music, I guess, as we go along. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I think you, I think you're on the right track. I really do. Yeah. I think, you know, you're you just you're you're kick ass. You know, you oh, really thank are. You. you know, thank you. You're welcome. And I, you know, you know me. I'm a huge fan of you. Like, I oh, just thank you. Like, you know, as a person, as a mom, as a singer songwriter, I just I think the absolute world of you. And, it, and oh, thank you. You know, I know it took a while to get here, and some. Oh, it did, but some, it's okay. Some, some bullshit in, in between, and I apologize for that. But it's all good. You know, I'm only human, and I'm the only one fucking running this thing. So hey, I feel you. <laughs> if you ever want to ever have a co-host, you know, we can make this like boots and stilettos podcast or whatever. <laughs> we can you know, just I'm a be drinker. Right, we'll be the. We could just be the boots and hose. Yeah. Not that you're a hoe. Boots and hoes. That came out wrong, but whatever. I, I feel you. I, I I know the vibe. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We could, we could change the name at any time. I'm not married to it. So well, whatever. that's what I was saying. My song, Boys and Whiskey, we should, um, you can't mix, you know, I'm totally going to screw this up. You can't mix boots and whiskey. Or maybe you say like, um. You should mix boots and whiskey or something for your podcast. Yeah, I could totally do your jingle. Yeah, I have you no sh- idea what it sound like. <laughs> you know, it that, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we might we might have to have a conversation about that. Okay, because I think that's that would fine. be fucking badass. Yeah, that's fine. That would be totally badass. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, well, Lisa. So, oh, before I forget, I have two questions for you. Yeah. That I mean, I know you've listened to every episode, so you know what they what they are. Of course, right? Of course, right. So, because you already know, I'll just for people that have never listened to to this show before that are fans of yours and coming yeah. in coming in to to hear your story. Um, what are your boots, and what is your whiskey of choice? And, oh, and my boots! Fucking, if you say fucking fireball, I'm out of here. Oh no. Nothing against Fireball. I had, fireball I've had you... some few few bad nights with Fireball, and I, I don't like has. the taste. And I don't like the taste. Reminds me of the person that I used to drink it with. I can't can't fuck with that anymore. Oh. Um, I uh, I'm a total like <laughs> this is crazy. So my I'll keep it simple with the boots. Boots are Ariats for sure. Um, oh yeah. And the whiskey, um, I kind of like again. I've kind of fell into my own. The singles don't work anymore, so I drink du- doubles, and it's totally just Jack and Coke. <laughs> like, yeah, hands down. A couple summers go. ago, I I got served the wrong drink, and it was um, lemonade and honey, um, uh, Jack honey. And honestly, that kind of did it for me for summer because I'm like, I don't want to drink like carbonated shit over the summer and like feel all bloated and crap, you know. So yeah. the um, the lemonade and and Tennessee uh, or Jack Daniels um, honey was honestly on point. So can I tell you this story real quick? I'm, and I'm yeah. so glad you said that because so, <laughs> so my drink of choice, like when I'm at home, because a lot of places up here for some reason don't have lemonade or don't have good lemonade. Yeah. Um, my, my drink of choice is Jack, Jack regular and lemonade. Um, okay. Because Jack honey to me is just too sweet tasting, but yeah. Um, and I say that all the time and people look at me like I'm like, I'm crazy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Lemonade and Jack is it goes goes together like peanut butter and jelly. Oh yeah, I have some like sitting it, in my fridge still, but I don't know if it's good or not. But it's still in here. I'm so. But I can't tell you how glad I am that you said that because <laughs> I I get like weird like, oh really like yes like just try it it's fantastic. 
Yeah, it's so freaking good. Everyone's just like, meh. Have you ever had the Tennessee cider that they sell around the holidays? Um, I have not. No. OMG. So I um I'm I'm friends with somebody's dad that is a country singer and he turned me on to Tennessee um Jack Daniels like winter cider and oh. it is so freaking good. It literally tastes like apple cider, like a hot apple cider. Um if it was cool cuz you want to drink it just with on just like on ice. Oh yeah. my god, it's so good. It's so good. Interesting. So freaking good. Like, oh, so good. <laughs> like, I can't even. Well, they, yeah, it's literally so good. <laughs> so much. Well, now I'm going to have to try to find that when, when the holidays You should be able to. I think you can get it straight from Jack Daniels. But I know, um, I know that they, I'm trying to see if it says something on the bottle. But I know that it's a um, apple cider liqueur. Okay. So it's fucking good, though. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Now I need to try that. Can you remind me of that one? Yeah, I'll um... send you a picture of it so you see it. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. I've had so much fun talking to you. Oh, it's been good. so fun. <laughs> you know, so, sometimes you don't, you know, you don't know sometimes what you're going <laughs> to get. <laughs> 50-50. Yeah, right. It, it, so, sometimes these episodes are like fucking full of teeth. Yeah, um, for sure. But um, this has been so much fun, and I can't thank you enough. And I hope I hope we of get course. to talk again. On, I yeah, mean, for sure. I mean, I bother you almost on a daily basis now. Yeah, but, you do. It's uh, okay. <laughs> oh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just whatever. kidding. It's totally okay. It's all good. Um, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. And thank and you for having me. It's been fun. Your story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gonna, I am going to text you about some of these people you know that you don't want to you don't want to divulge. So. Yeah, just, no, that's just, totally fine. Just be prepared for that. That's but, fine um, with me. We can always but, do a part two next time. I got tons yeah, of stories. I should write a book for all the shit that I've had to go through. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll just do like part two. Lisa's Lisa's that's fucking, perfect because I didn't Lisa... say enough on the first one, so here's the second one. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh man, that's so great. Well, thank you so much for being here. I thank can't wait you. to talk to you again. I wish you the best of luck with everything. And thank you. you know, um, you know, we talk so. Same with you guys. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Absolutely. Anytime. Thanks. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures and whatnot all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Lisa Marie. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed having it. Um, Again, thank you to everybody from Dirt Road FM to Hogwash and Rhinestone, Afterglow Boutique, um, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, God, who else? American Grit and Grace, all of our dear friends, all of our partners, everybody that has come along the way. Thank you all so much from the bottom of our hearts. You know, we a lot of this we couldn't do without you. So thank you so much. Um, for everybody that is a new listener, welcome. Um, check us out on all of our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, you know, the whole nine yards. If it's a social media account, we have it. Um, so check us out there. Again, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show. Um just a few house cleaning things to do. 
Um, Jimmy Allen, if you are in the area in New England, will be playing Portsmouth, New Hampshire this Friday night, September 2nd. Um, also, for those of you following along on our Instagram, it is Dalton in the Sheriff's Week on our social media. Um, Dalton and the Sheriff's is a local act. They have also been on this podcast, so if you haven't heard that episode yet, go check it out. Um, this week is dedicated to them because they are playing a huge show at one of the biggest, newest venues in the city of Boston that has just opened this week at the MGM Music Hall over down at Fenway Park. So can't wait for Saturday to see them. Um, hopefully we'll have some cool things to go with that. Um, but that's all in the in the planning stages for now. Um, and then in the next couple of weeks, we got some shows. we got a bunch of shows coming up, so wait for reviews. I do have reviews coming for last week's shows that we saw. Um, Cody Johnson, Kip Moore, and then Drew Parker. Um, we are in the process of trying to bring our blogs over to the Dirt Road FM site. So just bear with us for a little while with that. Apologies for all of that. Our Thursday thoughts hopefully will go out this week. Um, I'm, I'm doing my damnedest to get it out. But with all that being said, thank you all so much for listening. And we'll, we'll see you next week. Yeah, next week we got a great show again. Um, just sorry that <laughs> my voice changed because I was trying to think of who is next week. Um, you know, we got some great, great guys and girls coming up for you that you're not going to want to miss. So stay tuned here to the Boots and Whiskey podcast for all that cool stuff coming. Um, so really, without further ado, guys, thank you so much. Um, I'll let you get on with your with your days and your in your evenings or whatever, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, so thank you so much. And really, you know, keep those boots on the ground. Keep your whiskey in the glass. Cheers. <laughs>